0: bloody actors. It's impossible to schedule sessions with them. Therefore, you will now get a daily interview from my days at Gofcon, the biggest RPG-focused convention in all of Sweden. Enjoy. Winnerals, once again, welcome back to GothCon and another GothCon Quickie. This time I'm joined by Anna Erlansson. Welcome so very much.
1: Thank you so much.
0: You used to be the chairman of uh, Svearock, which is an organization that uh, helps people create their role-playing groups or gaming groups in general, right? And uh, this is something that's very typical for Swedish, the word Förening, uh, or association in English. And I thought, Anna is really the perfect person to talk to about this because you have been deep into this for a long time. Um, So uh, first of all, can we explain to the non-Swedish listeners what a Förening, association, is in Sweden? How you can use that to boost your RPG group?
1: this is so interesting to talk about because for me who has grown up pretty much from my teenage year in the world of association from like we have a larp association game association an association for organizing gotcon and everything and when i start to step outside of sweden we're like and people like association people don't get paid for things and i had to explain like no no we are just a bunch of very, very enthusiastic nerds who love doing what we want to do in this in this case, doing lots of nerdy things, board games, role-playing LARP. And we form an association that is run by a board with lots of members that, you know, checks in. Sometimes it costs money to be a member, sometimes it's not. But then this association is a member of which is an umbrella organization who gathers all the NARD associations in Sweden and also be like you are a member in Swear, like a member association in Sweark, we give you money from for your members so you can continue to have like LARPs, organize conventions, things like that, and also put you in contact with different like politicians and things. And also makes it easier for people all over Sweden to do what we love best. It's, it's nerdy things, role-playing LARPings and everything. And for people abroad of Sweden, they'd be like, so why aren't you like, why do you need to organize? Why do you need to do this? Why yeah, that's
0: the thing, yeah. yeah.
1: Why is this so important when you just can you know, you can just pay someone to do it? And I'm like, but with an with an association, we don't need to invent the wheel over and over again we already know that this is the format we have like a contact list we can turn to like the main organization in Syria can be like hey we want to organize a LARP how do we do that and some person in Swirok because it's an older organization can always be like oh yeah Gothenburg you know what I put you in contact with these persons that I know from like the uh, politicians view there who I know is a nerd and the contact contactness start to running and these kind of networking only comes when you organize and people continue to be in the association, helping each other with nothing, only but a goodwill for like helping others. Someone say like, well, I was a nerd when I grew up. I want other people to become nerds and have it easy or easier than we have it. Because when I grew up, it was like LARP, that's weird. That's people running around in the forest and, you know, mm-hmm. drink blood. And I was like, no, 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 no. I just want people to have it easier Mm. like that An association form is like super easy Mm. for that. And it also creates a very nice form of uh, community because Mm. you don't need to like be part of a friend group. You can be like, oh, there's a LARPing association in in Gothenburg. Yeah, you can just go there, you apply, you join, you behave well as you would in every social uh, community and you're in. It's not, you know, you need to have friends and know the right Mm. people. And that's the best thing, because with association, it's easy. You can organize, you can join an already existing community with forms. You can contribute how much and how little you want. And that's the beautiful thing, I think. And I was so surprised when people outside of the Nordics and Sweden were like, we don't think, we don't know how this works. Mm -hmm. Because for me, it was like, but how how do you do every time you're starting an organization or an event or anything and they're like yeah we just we just do it you know we or invent the wheel or do it again or you know just do something new because people love doing new things mm. and that's great but mm. association makes it so much easier and also we can we can get money from Svirok, from i guess yeah. money from the like the swedish state for like making it easier for young people to do what they like yeah.
0: So like, if you start an association, be it like uh, um, a football team or a, for where you live, where you have your like, housing community, all that, that's all the same kind of Förening, association. They all work in the same way. You have a board and you have members and you, like, it's very democratic. And this goes through all Swedish society. Like There's not a part of Swedish society that doesn't have an association. If you're a restaurant owner, there's going to be an association for restaurant owners uh, in your part of the country. And I don't know how often I see people on Facebook, uh, like internationals, being like, oh, I really love this game. If I'm in in a Facebook group for a certain RPG... Like, I really love this game, but there's no one playing it where I'm from. And in Sweden, it's so easy. Then you contact Sverok and ask, are there any associations, RPG associations, uh, in my small town? And Sverok will say, well, there are these five. Here are the emails. Contact them. And you write them an email and you say... Do you play this game? I'd love to play it. And one of these five will pick you up and will bring you in. And as you said, as long as you behave okay in any social situation, they will welcome you and you can join and you can just go And As well as you also said, you can get financial support. Uh, it's not a lot of money. It's not that you can't like, make a living out of it, but you can buy your RPG books uh, from these, this money. You can do some other like small stuff uh, from it. So it's really... It's so impressive, and it's been around since 1980.
1: Oh, I'm bad with numbers, Seven, but I know six. I know that Svirok celebrated our we celebrated the 30th anniversary in 2018. So I think we're up to 30. Yeah, 88.
0: Then. Yeah,
1: 88. So yeah. we have been around, and also what you mentioned, like it's not a lot of money, like associations get from like small RPG, but it's enough to buy RPG books, yeah. and it's also been like the books belong to the association, meaning like if the game master you're like, well, I'm leaving. You don't have to buy new books. The book stays in the association, so it's like you can have a stash of things that, you know, new role players can come in and like, oh, I want to play, like, Dungeons & Dragons, One Ring, whatever. And they're like, yeah, we have the books. Just Mm. be here, buy it. Easy for new players to come into. And Mm. that I really love because it can be an expensive hobby.
0: Yeah, it really can. I mean, it's not like you can't kickstart a huge board game every week or every month, but it's like you can buy an RPG book uh, now and then, you know.
1: Yeah, and that's... That makes so much, because it can be like you want to play with people sometimes, you want to have a DM group, or you're like, yeah, you know what, for example, a commercial cotton, like, yeah, we go to our association and we can be there and we can have fun together, like for the money we get, we can, you know, buy some new game we find here and it mm. belongs association. Mm. And some associations are like, yeah, we want to have more members, because more mm. members need, means more money and more, like they can grow mm. bigger and organize big events. And... I used to say, like, there's actually a strength in numbers mm. as long as we're organized. Because people are like, well, we're so many nerds. I'm like, absolutely. And I love to be one of the millions of nerds in the world. But I also love to be one of the, like, several hundred thousands in Sweden who are, like, active in Sverdok and organizing that. Mm. Because then I know, like, when when this chairman for Sverdok sits and gets a question, like, from politicians, like, why should board games, role plays, LARPs, cosplay, be part of the Swedish culture. Why should we count with you? We can say, like, actually, we are over when I was a president, we were 100,000 members. I can say, like, we are 100,000 members, young people under 26 plus us a bit older who organize in doing this. We are forced to be Mm. reckoned with. When I was a president, we were the biggest youth association in Sweden.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, so they were like, okay, so football. I'm like, no nerds, nerds, Nerd. and that is amazing because then means that like for a convention, like municipality, like, well, so there's a, like, you know, we want to play, e- there's an association come, like, we want to, you know, have a cosplay convention. they like, okay, so it's just a bunch of nerds and then they start thinking like, actually there are several hundred thousands nerds, so mm-hmm. that means that this will bring in lots of PR to, to the municipality, mm-hmm. people will come here. It's, it's, it's like a spinning clock wheel in that sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it is actually one of, as I said, it's, it's deeply rooted in, in Swedish society. And it is one of the reasons why Swedish is the biggest RPG country in the world per capita. Because in the late 80s, you know, when the Drakka and the Måne and and Aventuspiel games exploded, uh, there, most of the players were kids, you know. And they don't have a lot of money to buy RPGs. But they could form an association, they could join Sviarok, and then they could get the money to buy the, the latest Drokka and the Mona product or the latest Avantage Bill uh, Target Games products. Uh, so that's really a big reason also why, why it really exploded back then and why we have another, a lot of players right now, isn't it? Yeah.
1: yeah, it really is. And I also see, like, when we are walking around here at GotCon, like, the role players I grew up with. They're like, yeah, we're bringing our kids here and the kids run around. Mm. And I'm like, that's the next generation of nurses that will be growing up here. Most mm. likely organize themselves, be part of Svira growing up. And, and I'm like, in 20 years, I will come here and they will be the ones sitting and welcoming in the reception. And I will be like, I'm totally fine with that because it means like mm. we are able to have mm. convention like this. We're able to have like young talents who goes up and we're like, I want to build Board games, uh, role things—that mm. they see has been done by the, cur- the by the previous generations mm. that built Eventerspiel mm. and everything around mm. that. I want to do a podcast because they see like the Swedish podcasting phenomenon is big right now, mm. and they see this and they see it because we're visible, we're organized, mm. and we wouldn't be that if we didn't have associations. Mm. Honestly,
0: yeah, I mean it's it's a great thing what. Uh, people like Critical Role are doing, bringing new people into the hobby, uh, but it can't be up to only like a few uh, showrunners. Uh, this way we ensure that the, the growth from underneath, from the youth section, really is, is secure, and we can give them support uh, to indulge in their hobbies and in their nerdom in a way that is not dependent on whether or not a show gets cancelled or not, you know
1: exactly i used to say like it's always easy for like kids that has friends to you know get together and dm and play role playing game however you also need to have like something to put down the kids in so like they know like well if they go to a role play if, if they are like the the lonely nerd in their class they find a like a community get there knowing that it's safe it's secure they can go there like every week every second week and they go to a convention and their parents also know that there is a community behind that. Mm. So they are like safe to say like, yeah, you go there, kid, you go and have fun. Mm. Because it's basically like you can put down a football field anywhere outside in a in small suburb. But if there's not a the team and a trainer, you can't really do so much. Mm. Because you can only progress that far. Mm-hmm. And it's the yeah. same with like the association business. If you have an association, you can grow mm. so much. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much, Anna, for taking the time and explaining this for me and for the listeners. Uh, It's been a pleasure having you.
1: Thank you so much for wanting to have me here. It's been super great.
0: Uh, Thank you so much for listening and uh, bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this GothCon quickie, uh, one of my many GothCon interviews. GothCon is a major gaming convention in Gothenburg, Sweden. We will soon get on with more adventures and one-shots and campaigns. Yes, our very delayed Season 5 of Forbidden Lands will premiere in May. Sometime in May. But until then, please enjoy these interviews and perhaps a one-shot or two before we really kick off the epic Forbidden Lands adventures. Thank you for listening. Goodbye and farewell.